T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jumping off an hour or two here of Sports Talk. Welcome aboard, along with NFL analyst Mike Dettelier. I'm Christian Garrick. Here till 7 o'clock tonight, and we hand it off to the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Tennessee Titans in Thursday Night Football. Coming up, Glenn West, senior writer, go247.com, will join us, breaking down LSU in the Citrus Bowl against Purdue next week. Our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines are open at 504-260-1870. Mike, did you hear about the Buffalo Bills and, and a little bit of hot water they're in? Give it to me. So they played in Chicago last weekend during that big storm, right? And they fly out, they fly back to Buffalo and land, and they request a police request a police escort. Well, <laughs> Buffalo had instituted a, a, basically a no no travel, no driving ban because of the, the <laughs> treacherous conditions of the weather, and uh, apparently, you know, there's been so much to do about made about how the Buffalo Bills were thought to have maybe um, be asking for special permission. Are especially being treated preferentially by the city of Buffalo. Yeah, I saw some of that cars were actually snowed in. Oh yeah, I mean they got snow. I mean piled over the top of that cars. Um, they ain't the first team to ask for it. No, and and, yeah, and they won't be the last. No, uh, and that's well, that's sta- that's typically standard kind of procedure. That's what I thought, but teams. because of the conditions and because we live in such a sensitive world. Uh, about certain things, you know, it is what it is. So the Bills will have to deal with it, but I think it's a big to-do about nothing. Much to-do about nothing, that's for sure. Uh, Jimmy and Gretna, what's going on, Jimmy? You're on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text lines. Go ahead. Hey, look, I'll make it really quick. Congratulations to the Pelicans. They won four in a row. Jimmy, I thought about you last night, man. I I didn't watch because I was watching football, and Mm -hmm. then I said, damn, I see the Pelicans are down. It had a little flash on my phone, so I turned it on. It's about five minutes left. Man, all of a sudden, Zion takes over, scores the last 14 points to finish the game out, 43 points, career high. And it was like, man, I caught the best part of the game, Jimmy. I watched yeah, the last Mike, final Mike. five minutes. And we talked we talked about with Ingram being out and if he was back and them gelling and who's the alpha and all that. But right now, Zion's kind of stepping up. Let me say this. I'll tie this into college football, guys. Right now, for tomorrow night's Pelicans game, it's more expensive on the secondary market to get a ticket for tomorrow's game against the Sixers here in New Orleans than it is to go to the Sugar Bowl Saturday. I believe that. So think about that. You know, So Alabama, Nick Saban, Tickets are cheaper. You can get a Sugar Bowl ticket for 25 bucks for a Saturday morning yep. and go see that. It's cheaper for an Alabama fan to come to the Sugar Bowl right now than probably to go see a game up, up in their home their home regular season. But, yeah, that, that just puts things in perspective. The Pelicans tickets 
Or, and I used to call you guys up saying they had three and four dollar tickets. Well, not anymore. The Pelicans game tomorrow night sold out. It's going to be packed. The games are starting to sell out, and the ticket prices are showing that they got a good product. Price. The product's going up, Christian. And, and like I said, it's easier and cheaper to go to the Sugar Bowl than a Pelicans game tomorrow. That's how bad it Jimmy, is. Jimmy, you're going to like this. Uh, Charlie Long and Master Control. I'm going to let you set this up. This is after the game last night for the Pelicans. Go right. Ahead, so Zion hurt some feelings last night with his 14 straight points, obviously, against the T-Wolves to close him out. And D'Angelo Russell has some kind Who's of sour grapes. He hurt? Nobody with the Pelicans. Well, he sure. No, no. Hurt no, feelings D'Angelo on the Minnesota Russell. side. Yeah, wow. absolutely. He so had, what? Uh, exactly. But he had some hurt feelings. That's what he had to say uh, post game. Yeah, I mean, he just ran through my guy, took the ball. He's playing football. We playing basketball. We can't touch him or guard him, so good for him. Which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. If you watch the Pelicans, Come on, man. they don't know how to officiate Zion. He's so big and strong that he gets hammered every single drive to the lane. And, mm-hmm. like, they call some of the fouls. They called a bunch of them last night. Yeah. They were all fouls, so though. Okay, who got, was it cla- that, that clapped Trey back? Murphy clapped back Trey with Murphy. a fun little, fun L- little listen thing. Listen to this. Yeah. Trey Murphy sending this meme out. I wonder who that's intended for. <laughs> yeah. All I think I know, Jimmy, and guys, they got guys making business decisions not to get in the way of Zion. <laughs> they they making those business decisions. No, he is an unbelievable talent. And this is the Zion we thought, you know, would hit the NBA. It, it took him a little while because of the injuries and everything. But my Lord. Uh, you look at that guy, you say he is a different guy out on that court. His power and speed and his skill set is just at the highest level of NBA. He took Go ahead, over. Charlie. So this is a stat from Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer, a very well-respected national basketball writer. He said Zion Williamson's last 12 games, 29.8 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, 5.9 assists, 2.4 steals and blocks, 65% shooting from two-point percentage, 36 from three, 72 from uh, free throw. The Pelicans are 8-4 and four with them, plus 12.9 net rating with Zion, minus 4.7 without him. For he's, a long time. Yeah. will say Eventually, he's going to be a problem. He's a problem. No, no he's a problem now because uh, you, you saw last night, there were a couple times guys maybe could have uh, looked for that you know foul with him. Man, I ain't getting in his way. I'm moving out of the way. And that big guy rumbles. Man, he can rumble down that court, and he is generates so much excitement, and you sort of felt it last night once he got hot. My thing is, hey, I don't want anybody else touching the ball. He's going to take every shot at the end of that game. He's that good. Especially late in the game when his physicality really becomes a part of it because you've been, you've been banging with him for four quarters. All game long, and all of a sudden he's going to wear you. You're worn out, and you got to guard him. Yeah, get physical <laughs> with him. Good luck. And uh, Charlie, you watched the game too. Uh, at the end, the Timberwolves—they had a good look at the end. No, they did. Anthony Edwards too. That's Anthony the guy you want Edwards had a good look at the end to win that game. But give Dyson Daniels credit because he and, contested that shot. The rookie's and, been great. Yeah, and that's what I was going to tell you. Not so much from a scoring standpoint, but his defense for a 19-year-old been super impressive for the Pels. Glenn West, senior writer at Go247.com is next. This is Sports Talk on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. LSU in a Citrus Bowl next week against Notre Dame. Mike and Christian back here on Sports Talk. Glenn West, senior writer at Go247.com, joining us now. Glenn, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Good. So, Keyshawn Booty. Uh, going for the NFL draft, not playing in the bowl game. He was originally ruled as not available. Can you make heads or tails of this? What happened? Yeah, so from what, yeah, so from what we gather, it was uh, internal uh, decision to suspend Kayshawn for the Citrus Bowl game. Uh, don't have a whole lot of details on what occurred, but uh, they decided to suspend him, and uh, Kayshawn made the decision several hours later to uh, declare for the draft. So uh, pretty – uh, surprising turnaround in terms of just what was going on there. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, he announced his return, and there was, you know, jubilation throughout the entire program. And, you know, now you, you know, fast forward to you know, yesterday, and it's a totally different situation. So, uh, you know, you, I think LSU coach Brian Kelly released a statement yesterday. They were, you know, wishing Kayshawn the best, and they're supportive of his decision. So, uh, you know, a, a receiving weapon that LSU won't have at its disposal this week and also next year. I thought that was you, Glenn. I pulled up, um, you know, on the internet. <laughs> no, Glenn's I, on my basketball I, team. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 I thought, I thought that, that was a tall him. drink of water that I, that I met years <laughs> you, you ago. You can't, you can't pick him. <laughs> How already, tall are you? I already got the rights. I'm, uh, I'm in the 6'10", yeah. 6'11", range. Mm. So, yeah, I'm up there for wow. sure. Yeah, I remember when um, I met you a few years ago, I was like, that is one tall dude. Glenn, I think yeah. one of the things, um, the booty situation is one thing, but LSU's pretty deep at wide receiver. Uh, my thing is, man, I want to get a chance to see two guys. They both grew up on the bayou, Savion Jones. Uh, certainly, with Savion went to St. James. I saw him play so much football and basketball. He reminded me so much of a young Daniel Hunter. That, that's who he looks like physically. Yeah. Uh, and then Quincy. Uh, you know, Quincy grew up on the Bayou, and then family situation. He moved to uh, to Baton Rouge, but he worked out uh, with Ernest Harvey Turk at Camp Mula. So I got to watch that. And man, athletically, that's not a lot that guy can't do. We haven't seen a lot of it, but I think we're going to see a lot of those two guys in this football game against Purdue. And my thing is, second string quarterback, I put heat on his butt. Real fast, and I, I turned Savion and Quincy loose on those guys. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I think you're going to see a healthy dose of both of those guys with uh, obviously Ali Gay and B.J. Ojolari not playing in this game, uh, moving on to the, the NFL as well. But, um, yeah, you know, Savion's a really interesting case. I mean, he's a guy now that's been around for a few years, yep. uh, had a really productive season this last year, uh, had about 20 tackles and five tackles for a loss, three and a half sacks. And he's a guy that – uh, you know, really wasn't a full-time player on this defensive line, but still made a tremendous impact uh, on it. So those are two guys um, that I think are going to really be competing for that spot that Ali Gay has right now, or that Ali Gay fulfilled for most of the last couple of years um, on that right side. So, yeah, they're, they're going to be huge, I think, in this game. Quincy Wiggins, <laughs> you mentioned him. Yeah. Uh, really athletic, really you know, phenomenally talented guy, but – uh, still pretty raw, you know. I think they they they, they wanted to bring him along slowly uh, this year. He doesn't have a ton of football experience behind his belt, but um, a guy that they really impressed with the way that he uh, you know progressed throughout this season. And uh, I think th- both of those guys are going to be heavily involved in the rotation on Monday. Mike Jones Jr. also getting an opportunity. Um, and when I saw that depth chart, you know, I had to take a second look. Uh, we haven't yeah. seen a lot of him this year in that situation, but now, you know, because of BJ coming out early, uh, the situation with Ali opting out and, and not playing in the game. Uh, but the other guy, and I've talked to a couple coaches about him and they all whisper to me, Hey, keep an eye on Tolan. He yep. may be the next big time football player we have on this team at LSU at linebacker. Yeah, I got a, a player uh, players to watch piece coming out tomorrow, and both Tolan and Quincy Wiggins are on that list. Tolan's a guy that um, really saw his role evolve throughout the year. Um, he kind of missed early, early on in the year with a little bit of an injury, but really uh, impressed the staff as the season progressed. And uh, he had a big game against Ole Miss earlier this year. We had about five tackles, I believe, and. Um, he's a guy that they have a lot of trust in to be the future. I mean, we were talking with Coach Kelly several weeks ago, and he um, essentially said, hey, everybody's talking about Harold Perkins, but don't forget yep. uh, other guy, Tolan, that we brought in. He's They're going to be a fantastic duo uh, for, the, for us the next couple of years. And so with Micah Baskerville, also another veteran linebacker who won't be playing in this game, I think you're going to see a lot of Tolan, Perkins, uh, and, and Greg Penn at linebacker for LSU in this game. And you know, that's the future. That's the yeah. future of this line room for the next you know couple seasons. And uh, those guys are going to get a lot of opportunities. Good, because if you look at it, you could have Perkins, Tolan, and Penn. You know, yeah. uh, th- those three guys. Now, I think they're going to move Perkins around a bit. Because now, man, if I'm scheming up against you, man, I've seen Perkins come from a couple different spots. But if he comes from the same spot the, every time – you know, uh, I can block him. If he comes from different spots, then I'm in trouble. And I think this may be an interesting game on how uh, Coach House moves him around a little bit to get him in those one-on-one spots where you say, sick him, Uh, get the guy throwing the football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, one of the areas that LSU was really kind of toying with earlier this year uh, was how they could fit both Ojolari and Perkins on the field because they didn't want to give uh, Perkins you know, everything all at once. And so they really wanted to simplify his role this first year. I think you're going to see it uh, really become more versatile next season. 
Uh, I'm not sure how much they were able to improve over the last month with him in terms of how, uh, you know, they'll use him inside or whatnot. But he's a guy that's going to come off the edge. I, I expect him to handle a lot of the snaps that Ojolari missed uh, that Ojolari won't have in this game. Uh, so, yeah, I think you're going to see him come off the edge or come through the middle. Uh, he's just such a dynamic athlete that he's a guy that you want to get into the backfield at all costs and really see if he can't make something happen with, uh, you know, sacks, playmaking, and interceptions, and uh, forced fumbles. He's just a guy that uh, can make all of those plays happen for you in a game. And for a Purdue team that's pretty depleted right now in terms of their offensive weapons, uh, getting back into the backfield and making those plays is going to be really big for, for Harold. Glenn West, senior writer, go247.com. Glenn, shifting gears a little bit uh, in terms of the LSU baseball season, 50 days away roughly, and um, their preseason number one. Bobby Abair is very nervous about that, but uh, just talk about the job that <laughs> – He ain't got the, no money on the game, but it's the okay. Job that <laughs> Coach Johnson has done rebuilding that program. Yeah, I would be – if there's one program that I would be, uh, you know, least concerned about it moving forward. It would be baseball. baseball. Yeah. Uh, they, they are absolutely stacked this year, and uh, I, I don't throw around the term uh, Omaha or bust, but that's that's the deal with this team. They, they got, you know, four preseason All-Americans, like you mentioned. They've completely rebuilt this pitching staff, Paul Skeens, uh, the transfer they got from Air Force, Thatcher Hurd, a transfer they got from UCLA – uh, Christian Little, a transfer they got from Vanderbilt. Those are all weapons. Those are guys that you could see starting in the SEC next year and having a ton of success. I mean, they all are in the 94 to 97 range on their fastballs. They got a bunch of different all-speed pitches to mix it up with as well. Uh, so they're, they're really confident in their pitching staff. And then, look, you're returning a, a guy in Dylan Cruz who – I believe can cement himself as probably the greatest LSU baseball player to ever come through here. I mean, he's I've, a big leaguer watched, on campus right now. He he was a big leaguer as a true freshman. True freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he's just been absolutely phenomenal. He's exceeded all expectations uh, and then some. And the one thing that he doesn't have yet on his resume uh, is a trip to Omaha. So they've got uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of momentum behind them. A lot of confidence with this team. I expect LSU to be a, a top five program throughout the entire year. Glenn, what about last night though? LSU basketball, Matt McMahon, because Bobby and I were talking about this before I left. He was like, Mike, man, I don't think LSU got much of a chance against Arkansas, ninth ranked uh, Arkansas basketball team, and then they played lights out. Uh, you know that they don't have great talent on this team, but it goes to show the coaching um, smarts and using people right of what Matt McMahon and what he potentially could do down the road uh, for this LSU basketball team. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those early program-defining wins that you love to see uh, with the first-year coach. I mean, I was right there in that boat. I didn't think LSU had much of a chance in this game either, um, but they their defense really carried them, and when they played well this year, that's been the, the Achilles heel for them in terms of uh, whether they win or not or whether it's a close game or not. They uh, they play really, really strong defense when it matters most. Um, Arkansas was getting some really clean looks, I thought, early in the first half. And so what McNamara did so geniusly was switch from man-to-man to zone. They threw a lot of different coverages uh, at the Arkansas team, and they forced them to make – perimeter shots and they just did they, they went four for 25 from three-point range uh they just couldn't buy a three-point basket and lsu was able to take those off 
opportunities, get out and transition, uh, convert. And uh, they had a really stellar performance from Trey Hannibal, their guard uh, transfer from Murray State. And the thing that I like about this team is you're right. They're not the most talented, uh, but they have a different guy step up seemingly every game. It's been Trey Hannibal one game. Uh, Derek Fountain, the transfer they got from Mississippi State, has really stepped up in recent weeks. Uh, K.J. Williams is their best offensive player. Uh, Adam Miller has been a streaky shooter, but he's had his moments as well. Uh, they just have a lot of guys that are just really good college basketball players, maybe not superstars at this level, but uh, guys who know their role and are, are really eager to kind of make their impact here in, in year one of the program. Glenn, while Will Wade was all about hit you with the basketball tsunami. We're going to just out, try to outscore you. Now, the defense on those teams, man, they were up and down. It was erratic all over the board. You can sort mm-hmm. of see what Matt McMahon's going to do here. Okay, if we get in those type games, we're not going to win a lot of them. But, man, if we yeah. can play great defense and hang with you, we got a chance to win it late. And it's a totally yeah. different philosophy from Will, who was all about, man, I'm going to hit you with an uppercut and everything out offensively. Okay, if we play defense, uh, okay, every once in a while. But with yeah. Matt, you know what you're going to get with him, and they play some really tough, tough defense. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's one of the things that makes college coaches so great is knowing their team and knowing what uh, their strengths are. And I think – LSU's strengths this year is, have certainly come on the defensive end and forcing turnovers and um, you know getting the transition opportunities. They haven't been a great half-court offensive team all year, um, but when they're out and when they're running and gunning and have an opportunity to convert on easy uh, scoring opportunities, that's when they've been at their best. And it all starts with the defense. And they've they've shown they've had some lapses in their man-to-man defense at times, but they've really relied heavily. Um, on, on their zone at times as well. And I think they that's just a coach recognizing what his team's really good at. And, you know, I thought that was a that was a strength of Will Wade's. You know, they had a lot of great offensive players come through here uh under his turn under his tenure. Um this year it's it's a lot of defensive guys. A lot of guys that you're you're gonna have to hang your hat on on them playing strong defense for them to have chances. But uh if they can make this uh you know consistent theme of them getting into these six minute opportunities where they're within you know, scoring where they're within range of winning the game uh, with under six minutes to go, then I think they can certainly exceed expectations this year uh, in conference play. Good stuff as always, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. All right, guys. All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate Thank you. Buddy. All right. Glenn West, senior writer at go247.com. He's Mike. I'm Christian. This is Sports Talk on WWL. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Saturday at 1 o'clock, join Bobby Hebert and Mike Dettelier for WWL Sports Special Live from Rouse's Market on Barone and the CBD kickoff St. Saturday. And shop for your New Year's Eve party or New Year's Day celebration with the two Cajuns, Bobby and Mike, at Rouse's Market, 701 Barone, Saturday 1 to 4, only on WWL. Mike, got any New Year's plans? Do anything interesting? Oh, New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah. I'm, Aside I'm going, from doing a radio show. Uh, I'm going to a World War II Museum. Okay. I'm going to kick it up over there. 
Yeah, so we haven't been there in a couple of years. So, uh, but I enjoy uh, going there, and uh, uh, they play uh, some old time music there and stuff like that. And so, uh, yeah, it's cool for me. It really is. And so, uh, I enjoy uh, a lot of genres and of uh, music. And so, yeah, it, it's uh, it's fun night. Do you put any merit on the Washington Commanders potentially being sold after the new year? Man, uh, they've turned down offers over seven billion dollars. Uh, I, I think Dan Snyder's doing everything to hold on to this football team. I'll be honest with you. I think he doesn't want to sell it. He has told friends of his he does not have any intention of selling it. But I'll play along. I'll play along. But I guess there's a certain price for everything. But we have heard the rumors. Um, $7.2 billion uh, for the commanders. What do you pay for it? Under a million, under a billion, I think it was eight hundred. Yeah, that sounds about. I think right. I think it was eight hundred million, and oh my God, uh, the money's made off of that is unbelievable. But it's a cash cow that continues to flow money at a rate that is unbelievable, and he does not want to get rid of it. And uh, while he has been a really good businessman in a lot of other areas, he's a horrible owner. And uh, I had a friend of mine tell me this years ago. Um, for an older male owner, the two things mess you up in life, young women and owning a sports franchise. Yeah, listen, he, he's been a bad owner, uh, but if you're an NFL owner of any, any, any team, it's licensed to print money. It's what, that's what it is. You, you can print money. You ain't even got to have a printing press. Right. I mean, they print it for you. Right. Uh, it, it's unbelievable how the NFL – and I don't want to use the word Teflon, but it's been pretty close to that in a lot of ways. They've gone through a lot of strife here and there in different times, and they come out of it even better than before. Look at the ratings this year. It's unbelievable. Uh, you don't talk about dominant. They are crushing everything you know ratings-wise. The performance, the product matters more than any other thing else that, that's, that surrounds that league. We're addicted to the product. Now, you can make the argument over the years they've eroded some of the toughness out of that game because of the the, the protection of the quarterback and some of this legislation they've put in uh, with rules. But it's still the best product on uh, you know reality TV on 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 the tube. Yeah, it's the best reality TV out there. And I've talked to some older players who I didn't think I'd hear this from. But they told me, despite all the rule changes and protecting players, they think it's a more dangerous game today than it was when they played 60s, 70s. Why is a that? A more dangerous game because the athletes, bigger, stronger, faster. And a couple of them were on the sidelines for some games. And they were like, oh, my God, uh, the sound of the collisions out there. And But I've had – and I was surprised at that, Christian. I'll be honest with you. I never thought I'd hear it from a veteran player who played 60s, 70s say, I, don't know, I think man. it's a more dangerous game today. I think that the NFL, in terms of the violence in the 80s and 90s, there wasn't – I mean, that, that, that was its peak of violence. I think 60s, 70s really – I think they put in a few rules toward the end of the 70s and into the 80s that – just calmed it down a little bit, but they built the reputation of the NFL on hard hits, uh -huh. on being tough guy players. 
Uh, Look, they show you <laughs> images of Jack Lambert, no teeth, right, on NFL films. Dick Butkus, right. I don't, he'd be outlawed today. I, and, you know, we talked about the Immaculate Reception. And God bless him. Uh, I saw him his senior year. It's the only thing I can remember, Jack Tatum, his senior year at Ohio State. And then he plays with the Oakland Raiders. I'm not sure Jack could have played today. Everything Jack did was high. He went for your oh, head yeah. and your neck. Uh, you know, so uh, some of those guys, I'm not saying they couldn't play, but they would have to really curb their game. Well, Butkus, Dick Butkus wouldn't have been an every-down linebacker. Uh, no, because his coverage skills, at, especially toward the end, uh, really had a road because his knees were shot. And Tatum was not a great cover guy either. He was an intimidator. And if you crossed in his area, <clears throat> you were going to get hit. And then late 70s, they put in the Mel Blount rule. Uh, basically, you couldn't touch a receiver after five yards. Because Mel was mugging people. Mel was an unbelievable player. Went to Southern. He's a Georgia cowboy. He always tells, man, I'm still a cowboy. Oh, you see Mel Blunt today? Always got the cowboy hat on. But he went to Southern. Great player there. Then he goes with the Steelers. Mel Blunt was a six foot three plus corner. And he would mug you coming off the line of scrimmage. And so they put that rule in because of Mel. And, man, um, it's, it has changed the game. It has made it more pass-friendly because, you know, back then you could hit a receiver until the ball was in flight. Uh, people say, oh, well, man, y'all talk about Namath and Uninus and all these guys. Uh, hey, do a little research. Uh, you statisticals sort uh, of people. Understand how the game was played 50s, 60s, 70s. That's where their statistics aren't as good as what it is today. You could hit that receiver all the way downfield till the ball was in flight and then pop the quarterback in the chops uh, long after he threw the football. It, it's a totally, totally different game. That's why I don't like to compare players of this era to players of what I saw, late 60s, 70s, 80s. It's a totally different game today. You see where 49-year-old T.O. is having conversations with the Cowboys about Good luck with that. <laughs> Come on. Eventually, you, you, you your button gets pressed that you can't play anymore. And I think that's more fantasy yeah. on, on his part. He looks the part, though. Man, he, He's always he always looks fantastic. But, man, taking shots uh, and getting hit, that's a different story than training. Uh, i never forget. It was Greg Williams when he was with the Saints. And, you know, the first couple of days of training camp, boy, and that heat and that humidity, uh, you know, an airline drive was getting here. And he'd always holler at those defensive players, hey, I thought y'all told me y'all worked out in the offseason. You found out working out and practicing and playing are two totally different things. Man, Greg was would get on everybody and had a real high tone of pitch. Oh, man, I remember, I remember the, the verbal battles between him and Jonathan Vilma during practice was just, I mean, because he would dog Jonathan Vilma, dog him. And, and he, but, but, but it he didn't matter how, to no, Sullivan. It really did. Well, it, it, to, to JV. That like he knew what made JV tick. It, it was a huge chip on his shoulder. Oh, you doubt me some more? I've been doubted my entire career. So now my defensive coordinator's messing with me and doubting me. So that motivated JV. But that was fun times though. Hearing uh, Greg Williams and JV go after each other during practice. And the other thing too is, is to watch him when Darren Sproles would take reps, 
and you saw all those veteran players. Man, I ain't taking no rep against no Darren Sproles one-on-one pass coverage. Let the rookie get in there. <laughs> you know, and Greg was like, okay, Rook, show him you can do it. And, you know, Sproles just spins him into the ground like a corkscrew, and he takes off with the ball downfield. And and Greg, and just, just this loud laugh. What Man, you want to play in the NFL? Look this little guy. Five foot five, 175 pounds, soaking wet, and you can't cover him? And, and I'll put it to you this way, them veterans wanted no part of him. It was sort of like when Bob played and Arnhead would take a rep and you saw Sam and Vaughn and all who were really tough guys. Ricky, man, what? Let that other guy get in there. Because <laughs> Arnhead, he loved to hit you. Uh, that, that was part of this I think deal. It was, I think it was Shanley that said of Darren Sproles, <clears throat> You don't appreciate his speed until he's right on you. Like right you can, there. You can watch him on tape. You can do all that and say, yeah, i got to take better angles. And all of a sudden, he's by you. And you're like, what just happened? It's just his quickness. Uh, with Reggie, I thought it was more speed. With Darren, it was instant quickness. And you Shifting. just saw yeah. these guys. They wiltered. Because, man, you take a look at him on the hoof. Say, what? That guy? Yeah. <laughs> he embarrassed you. One-on-one on coverage downfield. He's Mike. I'm Christian. Sports Talk continues here on WWL. Mike, who you got tonight, Thursday Night Football, Cowboys, Titans? Well, the Titans pay me, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> no, listen, uh, I just don't know if the Titans win another game the regular, the, the rest of the season. Uh, I really don't. Uh, they, they play with no confidence, and uh, they've been broke on offense. They really have. Uh, they they don't have anything left in the bag. So tonight I, I would go with the Cowboys. I know they're coming off a big win. And sometimes teams and the Cowboys have shown they played to the level of competition. Uh, look what they – they almost Texans. lost to the Texans. Uh, so – but I, I still – man, I, I can't go against Dallas tonight. I know Bobby wouldn't like that, but it's true. Uh, I, I got to pick Dallas tonight. You and Bobby, uh, WWL special, sports special, live from Rouse's Markets on Barone and the CBD – you kick off your Saints Saturday and shop for the New Year's Eve party or your New Year's Day celebration with the two Cajuns, Bobby and Mike at Rouse's Market on Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m., 701 Barone, only on WWL. That'll be fun, Mike. Yeah, it sure will be. And, Christian, I was going to say this earlier, but uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who's in the scouting department. He says, you know the one guy I want to watch uh, over the weekend and Monday for the bowl games, and I know he's not eligible to be picked, Michael Pratt, Tulane. Tulane quarterback, Michael Pratt. He's like, Mike, that guy. I said, I've been telling you that. He's like, man, is he impressive throwing the football. I think he'll be a big part if Tulane beats USC. That's a wrap for you, Mike. Thank you, man. All right, bud. See you later. Have a happy New Year if I don't see you before then. All right, this is Sports Talk here on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.